Car Chats with Tess, Kat and Sean acknowledges the traditional custodians of the Kulin Nations, whose land on which we record and air our content. We pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging. You're listening to Car Chats with Tess, Kat and Sean. The radio show where we talk about all things taboo and relevant to you. Catch us at radiomonash.org every Tuesday at 4. Good afternoon, everyone. How are we? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Welcome to Car Chats with Tess, Kat and Sean. Hello, everyone. Another episode, another day. Yeah. What's going on? No, your voice is sounding extra radio. I know, I know. I have a bit of a husky voice. Sexy so husky, though. Yeah, I don't mind it. I kind of love when yeah. I'm a little bit sick <laughs> and my voice is that no. sexy, yeah, raspy. It's like at the end of like a really annoying cough. Yeah. Like yeah. after you've had a cough for a while. It's like a massive shift and stuff. And I've been yelling over the music at work and the next I wake up and it's like super raspy and, and low. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. What has everyone been up to this week? I just have a question. Have you guys tried burrata? Yes. No, you can't yes. say that. No, no. That's our thing. Burrata <laughs> is no, my no, new no. obsession. No. All right. What's the context? Uh, Kat and I went to Byron over the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. And it was the most wonderful getaway. It was so lovely. It was so warm. It looked like it was much needed as well. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I'm still recovering from it. Yeah. Definitely didn't sleep a lot. Right. Whoops. Uh. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> it was quite funny. I think, well, actually, go through your Fitbit, um, uh, what is it called? My sleep. Yeah. All no, right. Why? Why no sleep? We have big nights. We, we did have big nights. We're wild no. girls. Can oh, I just say, also, on the, oh, I'm joking. No, I'm joking. on the Friday night. I think it was Friday night. So we went Thursday <gasps> to club? Sunday. Yeah. We went to this railway club. It's like not really – no, it wasn't a club at all. It was a pub. And mm. it was very much that indie mm. vibe outdoor, just swaying to the music. Yeah. Really good music, but just, mm-hmm. you know, swaying, vibing. We rock up and we turn the party on. Yeah, oh, my we did. God. We did. <laughs> yeah. We 100% it was so did. funny. We left that night like – we really brought it in, hey. Yeah, yeah, we did. We did. No, what we did was we started that dance floor. Yeah. Everyone was watching it. us. Yeah. And then slowly everyone came started to Started getting us. into it. Yeah, oh, yeah. someone has to do make the first move. Yeah, and then we left. To. And then we left. We and the party. Them, we gave them a beautiful gift and exactly. we left. <laughs> That's right. Um, back to my uh, Fitbit stats. Oh, yeah. So the first two nights in Byron, six hours, 20 minutes. Sunday night. No, sorry. Was this? No, Saturday night. Yeah. One hour and 58 minutes. You're joking. (laughs) No. (laughs) I'm not kidding. (laughs) That's how little I slept. And I came home and I slept from 1 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. Oh, seriously? Yeah. (laughs) That's ridiculous. I I know, right? It's a fine line between self-care and having a good time. And it looks like you guys (laughs) walked that line very finely. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I think... So we left Byron... Our flight was at 8.30. You guys went up on like what, Thursday? Thursday morning? Thursday to Sunday. Okay, Mm. And we came home, like our flight was 8.30pm on the Sunday. And we thought we'll make the most of the day on the Sunday. But to be fair, I think if I was to do another trip, um, I'd definitely just wait till the... Um, the next morning. Yeah, I agree. Like, I agree. you can just feel refreshed and by the time you come, it's... Uh, do you know you what home, I think is fine. perfect? I think it's, what's perfect is... Checking out in the morning, going to have lunch, and then flying home. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like exactly. having a little that's bit like, of that day. Yeah. It, that's it's like not ideal cut time. Yeah, because sure. we were just way too tired by the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. I've never felt exhaustion like that in my yeah. life, I which know. was definitely self inflicted. Yeah. Whoops. But, <laughs> but it was But just, it was worth it. You only get one weekend it. in Byron, so exactly. that's not like the most of it. Exactly. Well, my weekend is much, much more tame. I just had work Friday and Saturday night. Yeah. And then Sunday, I went to see Psycho. I don't know if you guys Amazing. know who she is, yeah, but she's, she's cool. a young artist hailing from Brisbane. She's got only like one album out, and she's got a few singles. And that's about it. It was very intimate. It was at the um, Northcote Social. Super, wow. super small, but the crowd was amazing. It's like, you know when an artist is small enough that all the people that are rocking up to the show actually like love the artist. Yes. They're yeah. not just there for yes. clout yeah. or because they're like a few songs. Yeah. Mind you, I only know I only knew three songs I was going for Olivia, but basically like it was just it was just so good and everyone was just having such a good time and there were so many mullets and I just was like <laughs> I felt a little bit, you know, left out, but it yeah. was great. Like everyone was just such good vibes. And so she good. played a short set and the artist who opened I, we missed her and stuff because we were running a bit late her name's Ash, Ashwarya oh. she's like an Indian um, well Australian born Indian artist and stuff and I just you know yeah. 
Very kind of, nice. I didn't get a chance to, to watch, but I was like, I felt, you know, I felt like I missed out and stuff because yeah. she seemed really cool because I was following her on Instagram afterwards. Oh. And her, she looks, yeah, she's such a vibe. Oh, Is she amazing. on Spotify? She's on Spotify. Damn it, I, I should have, have we should put some some of her songs today. That's all right. Next we time. can next, next week. <laughs> um, but we'll have to check her out on Spotify after today's show. Hey. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, some news updates for the week. Oh, plenty Caitlin news updates. <laughs> yeah. Running for governor. Interesting. Very, very Of California. Crazy. Oh, yeah, sorry, I forgot. I honestly don't think we need uh, another Republican <laughs> like <laughs> in a in a position of power and stuff. And I've seen a, a lot of like negative feedback and backlash, but a lot of them going at her in regards to her gender and all that. And I'm like, I don't think that's the issue. No. The issue is the fact that she's a conservative, you know, has spoken out against um, gay marriage in the past, which yeah. is quite strange. She's that quite, is quite yeah, bizarre. It's so strange. Like she's got such a great platform and mm. story to tell. And I think she's, you know, she's like, I don't confused. know. She just missed the point. Yeah, a little bit confused. <laughs> like, We're all on our own journey, but yeah, I, I'm not sure about her as but the But it doesn't of make much sense to me, given mm. her background and given what she's been yes. through. I know. To not behave so. like an ally for the entire LGBTQI plus right. community. But yeah. at the end of the day, not saying anything against like white women and whatnot, but they do have some places of power in regards to like backing up, you know, the traditions and like, you know, the, they're kind of like the, the nurturers and, you know, the ones that carry the tradition at home in mm. regards to like traditional mm. Christian values. Mm. all that kind of stuff uh no hate on white women out there um but yeah so i guess it's just a bit mis- it, it's just a bit sad considering the fact that she you know has such a beautiful interesting story to tell yeah and she's just not an ally yeah it's, yeah it's so sad mm. um also sad news um adam toledo passed away um i think it was last week but we didn't cover it um but basically the video got released sometime last week and as people believed his arms were up and he was unarmed and that was that happened during the trial of derek chauvin so you know during that time i think i was looking at the statistics like eight more people got murdered by police while the trial was like you know underway which is you know which is just sad Thirteen years old too. Yeah, it's just so hard how, to believe. How does an adult man with you know years of training feel so threatened by a thirteen-year-old boy right? to feel the need to pull out a gun? Exactly. It's just sad. It's so sad. really, really heartbreaking. So sad. Yeah. And it just like it it doesn't like we don't seem to be making progress, mm. do we? Mm. Well, that's the thing. I've seen a lot of people like Tommy Lauren being like, "Oh, now that you guys have received justice, you're going to stop rioting, yeah? You're going to calm down, yeah?" But it's like, no, so people we haven't are still received justice. getting people murdered. Still exactly. It is a step exactly. in the right direction, but it's not justice. No. You know what I mean? Oh, the frustration. It just it's really disheartening to see so many people put in so much hard work right, in terms of their activism, in terms of all these protests, yeah. all these movements, yeah. mm. and for, for something yeah. like this pattern of terrible behaviour yeah. to continue to occur, yeah. it's mm-hmm. really disheartening. I just mm-hmm. want to say as well really quickly, Joe Biden was like so like, you know, going around to like black communities and whatnot, being like, I'm here for you, if you're black, you, you should vote for me and stuff. But he hasn't actually done anything yet in terms yeah. of policy making. Mm. He's, he's actually signed a, a bill in regards to trans rights and stuff, which is amazing, incredible, and we love that. Mm-hmm. Same with the anti-Asian um, hate that's been going on. Yeah. He's um, written up a bill basically and passed that bill in terms of like um, making it against the law basically to express those kind of sentiments, mm. but he hasn't done anything yet in terms of, you know, police and black. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, hopefully black we Americans. see some changes within yeah. the very near future. Yeah, some very sure. overdue changes, might Absolutely. I add. Absolutely. Also, questionable news. Yes. Mm. Um, so going into a bit of a coronavirus update, the EU plans to open borders to the US, to US tourists actually this summer. So they're in the midst of talking about whether this can happen. Um, and hopefully in the next month, they will decide on whether... Um, they can open their borders. It's mainly due to um, the amount of vaccines that, like the vaccine campaign in the US being so successful. In saying that, with India's skyrocketing coronavirus wave at the moment, they're receiving a lot of um, international aid from other countries, including the US, um, sending over a lot of AstraZeneca vaccines. Um, You probably have heard, yeah, India's um, coronavirus wave has reached like 300,000 cases a day, which is so devastating. Um, and a third world country, again, it's just so... Like, I think there were also plans, sorry, mm. to um, build a travel bubble between Sri Lanka and India and they can't yeah. do that anymore. Yeah. Um, so yeah. they're really, really struggling yeah. in terms of the, yeah, their coronavirus wave. 
That is really hard to hear. Yeah. That is really hard to hear. And with this move, um, this move from the EU to open open their borders to the US, it's huge news, but it's also really dangerous news. It's kind of, yeah, it's a bit, it's concerning, but I guess it's hopeful that we're getting into the right, um, we're heading in the right right direction. direction. Yeah. Um, But hopefully it doesn't jeopardise all the hard work that we've got into. Yeah, that's what I'm concerned about, hey. exactly. Well, fingers crossed Mm -hmm. with like this huge vaccine rollout that we're moving in a a good direction. Absolutely. Alrighty, Oscar news. Yes, Yes. exciting. Yeah, I'm so excited. I honestly, I'm not going to lie, I didn't watch the movie. I wasn't paying attention (laughs) to the Oscars. But now I'm kind of intrigued. Yeah, me too. I'm intrigued by Chloe Zhao's. Win. Movie, yeah, Nomadland. Have you guys watched it? No, no yeah. I never thought to watch it. I didn't yeah. know about it, but no. I watched the trailer yeah. and I was like, "This is actually really cool." And they're showing a lot of, um, they have a lot of screenings at the moment in the next yeah. few days. So definitely go check it out. Um, she was the second woman to win Best Director. Yeah. Um, I think we all know as well, like the Oscars aren't necessarily like about the best work. It's a bit biased and whatnot, but yeah. having an Oscar nomination, an Oscar win really propels a film even further. Oh, absolutely. will play those films even more. So that's yeah. great for um, Chloe Zhao. Yeah. Yeah, amazing. Um, who won Best Director, which who's the second female to yeah. win the award, which is amazing. Absolutely. Another interesting bit of Oscar news was they changed the structure of the show around and that normally they conclude with best picture but they decided to conclude with best actor yeah because everyone was thinking that Chadwick Boseman yeah. was going to win that posthumously yeah right and no it went to Anthony Hopkins yeah right. Sean and Maya uh, favorite celebrity mm. <laughs> if you know you know what did he win um, for even what I'm not sure. And look, I've heard that it was actually a really stellar performance on Anthony yeah, Hopkins' part, yeah. but he wasn't at the ceremony. Yeah. And it, That's there was really just, odd. Yeah, yeah, Joaquin Phoenix went up and was like, oh, he told me to play this video if he wins. And it was like him in a field. Yeah. <laughs> Saying thank you. A bit okay. strange. Um, a bit strange. Hey, yeah. yeah, a bit strange. Yeah. Interesting though. Anyways, to end off our news, you guys may have heard last week an educational resource funded by the federal government came out to teach consent in schools. It was called the Good Society Respect Matters. But it's come under fire for its misleading and confusing approach. Um, I don't know about you guys, but have you seen or heard about the milkshake video? Uh, and the controversy no. over it. The milkshake video. Yeah, so basically it was this video where they replaced um, words such as consent, sex, oh, um, yes. rape with yeah. objects and food. And yeah. one of them was the milkshake one. Yeah. Since that, since then, um, they've taken it down because there was a lack of that explicit messaging. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. I know. And... Oh you it, you can yeah. still access the whole website. It costs the government $3.8 million to think create. someone somewhere would have been like, let's not compare. Right? Well, it's so completely misread the room. Yeah. Exactly. Completely yeah. misread the room. It's the point of this initiative is to be more explicit with these kinds of matters. Yeah. 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 And oh it's also God. unclear like as to who the government actually consulted, whether it was experts, parents, teachers, students. No one really knows. So, I mean, if, if you did consult these people, I'm sure you wouldn't have created this garbage. Yeah, um, totally. And, you know, as we know as well, like state governments are responsible for their education, mm. educational sectors. So a lot of governments have not recommended this resource um, as a way of, you know, introducing consent education in schools. Um, but in response to this, I was just on Facebook and our all-time fave feminist, Clementine Ford, she came out with a much more educational video that you should check out Mm -hmm. on her socials in response to the milkshake video. We'll have to link that to our socials, hey. Just to understand why they would tip her around. Such a Mm. simple issue. I know, I know. Silly, 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 silly. a bit bit of a joke, to be honest. Exactly, exactly. Mm. All right, shall we pop into our weird and wacky (laughs) our favourite segment (laughs) my one you guys have probably heard Um, so you know a couple of years ago um, this guy I met a group chat with all the Josh Swains and oh, organized yes. a Josh I battle. I saw that. But it's funny because it was supposed to occur like two days ago and it did, surprisingly. Like mm. so many people rocked up and all yeah. that. And after they announced like the winner of the Josh Swain battle, they had an all all around Josh battle. And oh my <laughs> gosh. a five year old emerges as the winner. So, ah, oh, good job. Yeah, the the, the superior Josh. Yeah. yeah. I just thought it was, That's I don't know, so it's just cute. a bit of I uplifting news That's compared so to everything else that yeah. we've, you know, been force fed the last couple of weeks. Yeah, for um, sure. Yeah. Um, 
this headline, Prince Harry's new job title means penis in Japanese. That's from Metro UK. Uh Ah, penis. Uh, So (laughs) Prince Harry is, (laughs) if you don't know, he's uh, in California and he's um, the chief impact officer at a mental health startup. Um, But the position is also known as a chimpo in business circles. So a chimpo in Japanese actually is slang for penis. So there's your fun fact for today. There Love that. There Love you go. That. Tess? Very informative, Kat. Thank you. No problem. Mine is uh, mine is quite interesting. So mine is from Seven News and the title is Life Takes Another Bizarre Turn for Man Who Married Robot Sex Doll Called Margot. So basically there is this man <laughs> called Yuri who lives in Kazakhstan and he married this sex doll. So and Borat, that, can I just that say? Marriage, oh, <laughs> that marriage was perfectly legal under local law. That's so weird. And just before Christmas Is this last... Kazakhstan? Yeah. They have harsh anti-gay marriage. Literally. Right? Well, Borat. The irony. Right? Yeah. Just before Christmas last year, his wife broke as robots do <laughs> and he sent her of off course. to the country to be repaired. Oh and and he noted that while his Just wife, the 1800s? <laughs> while his wife healed, their relationship didn't, and so the two separated. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Separate from a robot right. wife, by the way. And now he has more plans to invite more robot wives and husbands into his home. <laughs> and and husbands, right? Yeah, yeah. He's a pansexual, and oh, he claims okay. that couples oh need to talk less and connect more. <laughs> oh my gosh! Wild. Oh That's a bit of a pun, right gosh. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, know. I was thinking that too. Right? Yeah. Wild. Amazing. Anyways, uh, I think it's time to go for a little break, everyone. After the break, we will be talking about censoring and moderation on social media sites. And then we'll be talking about dating apps and hookup culture and perhaps the damaging effects of them. Have you ever thought about how content is moderated and why some of it is censored? Or have you come across disturbing information and wish you never saw it? Well, today on Car Chats, we're going to be chatting about content moderation and censorship and how different platforms approach inappropriate content. But before we go into detail, it's important to note that the law in Australia states that it is illegal to use the internet to menace, harass or offend someone. Um, And then it's also important to remember that in different cultural contexts, the terms and conditions and community guidelines of social media platforms can vary. For example, with WeChat, it's more about Mm. honouring the Chinese government and national interest compared to Facebook and Instagram, Mm. where the emphasis is more on violence and nudity. Yeah. Mm. So that's probably the best way to start off. But yeah. there is also um, three different types of content moderation that I'll quickly run through just to set up this segment. Um, so the first one is flagging. Um, that's when users get to report something that they see that's inappropriate. So mm. it's the basically reporting a post. Yeah, mm. exactly. Have you guys ever reported? Oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember what it was that you um, reported? I think it was just a post that was kind of like spreading anti like well islamophobia and whatnot and i did some fact checking and the story wasn't true at all it was like this anyway so i like reported the post as being inaccurate and that's something that you can do on facebook i remember was it an account i think so and it had a whole lot of posts i'm not i'm not entirely sure to be honest but i've just yeah i just i've reported so many anti-islamophobia posts at one point there was like you know those everywhere yeah um but I just remember going through and Facebook had so many options. Is this bullying? Is someone getting injured? Um, But yeah, I think I flagged it as hate speech basically. Okay. And, you know, intention to bring harm to a group of people. Yeah. Do you think it works? Like, have you seen, Um, if you go back to that, image or yeah. information oh, have you seen all, it again it gets i think what they did end up having is like a warning about it being misleading facts but the post mm. was still up and the only option i got was to block the person or see less of their content Ooh. yeah right so it's more <laughs> about the user being blocked than the information actually coming down from the platform right basically it's basically what what it's doing is kind of like i think what it does really is just tell facebook the kind of content that you don't want to see and mm. then it just moderates your content but yeah. i don't think it does anything on a large scale yeah because I know so many groups that have been like shut down and they've just restarted or post, you know, groups True. that have like been in mm. hot water so many True. times and they're still posting questionable content. Yeah. Yeah. It's really interesting. Yeah. And it really puts um, 
puts it on the user to see yeah. that and you can't unsee that sort exactly. of stuff, right? I've Once actually, you see it and you yeah. report it, you can't. I've probably like seen three, honestly, quite damaging things on social media. One of them was, three, they've all been videos and whatnot and I got no warning, but this was like probably like five, six years ago. Mm. I think videos now, especially with Instagram and TikTok, they do the, have the options. The they block it out it's and they're like, yeah. would you like to continue? It yeah. might contain sensitive, yeah. which is a step in the right direction. I, I, I mm. agree. Because then, you know, sometimes you're just scrolling, you're having a good time and yeah. then you're just met with like content that you're just not ready to receive it mm. gives people the option exactly whether to see it or not exactly um we put out an instagram poll today and 85 percent of you said that you have seen inappropriate or sensitive content and that it is kind of scary mm. and then 15 percent of you said that you haven't um it just goes to show that it's there like you can mm. see that stuff it's not always monitored mm. yeah and even though our listenership is quite a small group of people those that result is still quite concerning absolutely like 85 mm. percent is a really really That's high a number large amount of people. Yeah, yeah for sure. sure yeah now the second type of content moderation is artificial artificial intelligence so as we know algorithms are usually created to identify um sensitive insensitive content and we saw this mainly in 2018 on Tumblr where they cracked mm. down on nudity and violence. I don't know if you guys were on Tumblr that much in, back in high school yeah, and stuff, <laughs> but was. you could see a lot of stuff like no innocent eyes here. Like you could see everything. Yeah. But it was, yeah, in 2018 when they cracked down on it and used algorithms. Mm. But since then, a lot of images of like, deserts and paleontology and things oh, that aren't considered nudity marked, or violence have yeah, been yeah flagged, flagged uh, because they just get it wrong so it's kind of funny but yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was just gonna say um i don't think tumblr ever really had an issue in terms of violence i think it was just the content itself was quite highly sexual wasn't well, yeah, it? Wasn't i was gonna say it's issue? quite a sexy platform and isn't, it? <laughs> yeah. but isn't that what made it beautiful yeah because a lot of a lot of artists have basically been like i've had to move to instagram which has harsher rules yeah. in terms of I artwork think i did see a yeah. bit of violence i saw a lot of depressing posts yeah. of cutting yeah. and suicide Ooh, and all yeah. that okay. so that's yeah, right. not right no okay. yeah, and that was kind of glorified yeah. and glamour sorry yeah. glamorized yeah. When I was on Tumblr, I did yeah. say that a lot. But the thing about Tumblr is I feel like they kind of did like a whole like a blanket wide, like site wide, you know, they didn't actually go through and like look at the algorithm. Yes. They just put it out there yes. and it moderated and censored so many posts that so many artists were like, my page has been blocked. Exactly. And mm. she's like, I never had a chance to even put up alternative like um, sites and all that. Mm. And so many people have now got their own websites. But I don't know. I think Tumblr. It's the same anymore, is Yeah, it? exactly. It hasn't. I've hopped on it a few times and I'm like, this is so boring. Boring. Exactly. exactly. It was all the rage up until yeah, I guess. It was too. 20 yeah. Never used Tumblr. You never used Tumblr. No. Wow, you missed out. No. Well, I all actually... my fanfics are there. <laughs> 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 Anyways, uh, the third one is um, human moderators. So that's when people, like actual humans, mm. are uh, paid by Facebook, for instance, mm. um, to view countless of content that Lord may be considered <laughs> inappropriate. Yeah. So this can obviously cause burnout and desensitization, mm. um, and it's it's a lot for someone to go through mm. so much content like that mm. and have to say, yep, that's fine. No, that's not okay. Yeah. And it really puts a lot of power on them, to be honest, because they have that yeah, power really to does. say, this is what people can see and this yeah. is what people can't see. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's interesting. It's a it's a reflection of their morals and values, hey. I was going to say, I feel like being a moderator would be quite exhausting. Yes. Like the content that you'd be okay with and the thing is someone that would be quali- like you know good in that role probably would be quite desensitized as well. Exactly. Um, but yeah. Surely it would impact your mental health so 100%. much. Yes. You need to be a psychopath to be totally okay at the Literally. end of the day. How does one mm. go, go into a position like that? That's a really good question. Like, is there a uni degree to be a moderator? Like, do you need to have an ethics, you know, degree or something? I don't even know how much they're paid, and I don't know if it's outsourced to. It has to be outsourced. Like, I'm not 100 percent sure. I I don't have that much research on it, but yeah, um, yeah, it's it's quite. Isn't that scary though that we don't know who they are, where they are? Yeah. yeah, where yeah. they come from. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And they're just viewing your content. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yep, no, yep. On top of all of this, though, it did really spark the Free the Nipple campaign as yeah. well because there has been a lot of posts that have ta- have been taken down mm-hmm. um, 
because of the whole free the nipple thing. So yeah. you guys, I'm sure, would have seen on Instagram. They just yeah. block it out. Like, Well, that's the thing. I think my issue when it comes to censoring and whatnot is because there's all this content out there that is racist, mm-hmm. you know, xenophobic and all that. And it's still out there. You can report it and it's still there. But then, you know, a girl wearing a slightly see-through top with some yeah. nipples, I that know. gets flagged. And yeah. there was that Instagram artist. I forgot what her name it was. I'll... No, I'm trying to remember it later in the show, but she did period artwork basically. Mm, like yeah. it basically feed photographs and images of someone experiencing you yes, know, menstruation. I remember her. Yes. Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure we did a you know a segment about her. And her content got flagged constantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was no exposed genitalia, there was nothing like that. It was just the side of blood. Yeah. And it's like, how is this, you know, how is this yeah. you know, not okay to, to see? You know what is another interesting case study is Celeste Barber's Instagram. Yeah. In that. Yeah. It is so, accepted. Right? No, well, not quite. Oh, no, she got flagged. Remember? She, she got flagged for, because oh. what she does is she recreates celebrity posts, yeah. um, mainly supermodels, mm. things it like that, but in a normal-sized body, yeah. right? And there are images of her yeah. in underwear recreating a nude photo of a celebrity, yeah. a thin mm. celebrity. Yeah. Mm. We did that, that in our body positivity. That nude photo... Yeah, we did. Yeah. That nude celebrity's photo, absolutely fine. Mm. Celeste yes. Barber's Sorry. photo in That's a normal body, mm. flagged. And the whole issue was, you know, in regards to are her breasts sexual objects? You know what I mean? Are they absolutely. like, you know, when they're not, mm. they're breasts. Yeah. They're yeah. natural. They're for breastfeeding. Yeah. You know what I mean? But she had um, underwear. Yeah, she did. It was just, I think she had a lot of side boob going on. And we also had the conversation about whether being curvy naturally makes you instantly, um, not sexier, but instantly you're sexualized yeah. because mm. you are curvy. Well, that mm. is interesting because... Like, you know, even like I am quite flat. That's a fact, <laughs> an observation. <laughs> like, you're right. in this one. <laughs> but I can wear low cut tops at work yeah. and have no issue. Yeah. Right? If yeah. I had bigger breasts, yeah. it would be a very different story. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, you know. If you look at the like clothing options as well, when you look at the plus size, they often like have less of that collarbone area. It's more yes. of like right. it's more of a covered up chest section yeah. just because yeah. you're curvy, yeah. just based on that. I know. But anyway, In saying yeah. all of this, um, um, we do have to remember that platforms aren't legally liable for the content that people post, right? So in terms of when something is posted, they aren't responsible for the consequences. It's obviously like the user. Mm. Um, but they still curate what people see because of that algorithm. Um, so it's a bit of a tricky one. Yeah. But Sean, you wanted to mention Nextdoor, a social media platform yes, that has introduced a new tool, yeah. I assume. Yes. Yeah, so basically Nextdoor is a neighborhood-centric social media focused on getting tips, buying and selling um, items and whatnot. It's it, it's basically like a, a Gumtree or a Facebook marketplace, but it's got a forum as well where you can communicate as neighbours and, and, and all that. It's an American site, so I don't think we have access to it in Australia. I tried looking it up. I saw one. Did you? I saw. I searched up Nextdoor yeah. and it came up with like neighbours and stuff. Oh, the neighborhood stuff. Did is actually, that what it is? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah That's okay. basically it. Yeah. Right. Um. So they've announced a new feature that they're going to roll out, which is basically a little notification as you're typing out a post to be like, "Hey, heads up! You're, you know, the post that you're about to to put out there might be offensive." Right. And basically giving you like a bit of a buffer to reflect and maybe mm. think about whether you want to put that out there. Okay. And I think that's like not a great initiative, and and I think it is a great initiative and and whatnot. Um, just in terms of giving you that moment to just be like, yeah. okay, cool, could this content, like the fact that it doesn't stop you from posting it, the mm. fact that it's like, hey, just a heads up, it might be offensive. Right. And uh, they've kind of like let you know a little bit on how they do that. And I guess keywords are like all lives matter. Basically, they're going to be looking at the, the trending words and hashtag yeah. conversations okay. that usually are associated with like certain groups and be like, hey, you've used, you know, like all lives matter or blue lives matter. Mm. Your post might contain offensive material. Yeah. As much as that sounds like a really good idea, Mm. I think there will be a lot of issues with that. I agree. Only because it's the censorship thing. Absolutely. So it brings up that argument about censorship and how people don't have the full right to freedom of speech. Yeah. Mm. Um, And it brings in that whole argument about that fine line Mm. between um, inappropriate behaviour and and conversations Mm. and stuff to genuine opinions. I also just think that as like much of a step it is in the right direction. Mm. I don't think it's going to be that effective. Yeah. If you're curating this post, you're just going to skip past a message, yeah. right? You've, How much does it stop right? it? Mm. That's what I'm thinking. If you put thing. time into like creating yeah. a post, yeah. you're not going to be like, 
oh, this is a bad idea yeah, just yeah, because you're sure. prompted with a little pop up. Yeah, yeah, mm. no, for sure. Mm. Um, I just think in terms of censorship, I think it's it's kind of like it's. I think it's a great step in terms of not censoring and completely blocking out that content, but mm. more so creating awareness that the content might be offensive. Yeah. Yes, no, you know I what agree. I'm saying because sometimes, yeah. like you know, some of the posts that you know family friends will show on Facebook, they might be like, "Oh, it's just facts and stuff," and like, "Well, it's offensive," and you know, it's targeting a particular group of people. Yeah. But they're just like, "Oh, but it's facts," and I'm like. Mm. You know what I mean? It's just that moment of reflection to be like, is this straight up offensive? Is there, you know, any mm. worth in putting this out there? It brings in a lot of different things. It mm. brings in fake news. It brings in political correctness. Yeah. It brings mm. in offensive behaviour. So it's really hard to identify what is okay and what isn't. Yeah. And it will be interesting to see how well it's executed yeah. um, on, I, this, yeah. on this Yeah, I totally agree. Because like you're saying, honestly, if I have racist beliefs and values and whatnot, and I'm going to put that out there, a post, a little, a little like, you know, nudge isn't going to be like, yeah. you know, get me to be like, oh, maybe I'm being a bit racist or, <laughs> you know what I mean? But I just think in terms of completely censoring a post or I think it's a, it's a better option. And also it's like, hey, someone might flag your content in the future right. and we might have to take this down. Right. Like a you warning. Know, yeah, a little yeah. warning yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I think as well a lot of times when people on on TikTok or Instagram get their content removed, they're like, you know, I've never had an issue in the past. I didn't realise this was gonna get mm. me in trouble. So I think it's kind of a step in the right direction in terms of being like, hey, just a heads up, this mm. some people might find this offensive. We might have to take your content down. Post it, you know, at your own free will, but you know, we've right. done what we can in right. terms of like, okay. you know. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, this is obviously such a such a small scale. Nextdoor is not like you know in the top yeah. five social media. Um, it's a good example sites. to reflect on and see mm. what can come out of it. Absolutely, um, and I think a lot of like little changes like that do come from smaller sites. And if it works, yeah, then it might get rolled out. But I think Facebook would have a lot of issues with something like that. Oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'm sure a lot of uh, a lot of people would have a lot to say about that. <laughs> Anyways, uh, thank you so much for joining our chat. We'll definitely put up some polls um, and see what you get, how you guys feel in terms of like next door's move and how you feel about censorship. everybody welcome back and for this segment we are going to be talking about a completely different topic um but something very relevant in our new technological age yes dating apps and hookup culture and mm -hmm. the potential long-term damage that you know these are initiatives maybe perpetuate yeah so we put a um, poll out once again asking what you guys i know it's so great it gives us good content um we asked you guys what you think dating apps are mostly used for mm. and it was interesting 82 percent of you said that um it's more for hookups whilst 18 percent said it was more for relationships mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. very interesting i mean i guess kind of makes sense but it of really course. does prove what we're about to talk about i guess yeah i think obviously you can differentiate the fact that tinder is a little bit more for hookups and hinge is a little bit more relationship orientated but at yeah. the end of the day dating apps are you know what i mean you're you're looking for a connection whether it be like a short-term physical connection or a long-term connection mm. that's a whole different story um i guess what kind of like first sparked our interest in this area is a survey by the washington washington post basically you know they put out a survey um, and got some people to answer some questions as a survey is. Anyways, um, but they've found that young people are more inclined to seek out one night stands and anything long-term. So that change that, you know, in, in focus mm. in what we're seeking out is definitely different. Um, and in particular, they basically pointed out the fact that, you know, young men who are quite charming, they use the word handsome at one point, were racking up a lot of numbers. Um, but an interesting article by The Telegraph going off of this survey, basically, um, this reporter found out that this man had, like, slept with 50-plus women and, you know, that was a low for his peers who'd racked up 150. Oh, basically up to 150. Yeah, read the article. We'll put it up. Yeah. Um, but basically, he has said that he's never fallen in love. He's right. never found anyone. And it's just like, how have you come across 50 different people on, a, mm. on an app made for, you know, yeah. connections and all that and not fallen slightly in love at all whatsoever? Mm, it's very interesting yeah. to unpack this topic because I don't think it's dating apps that 
are the only culprits mm. of perpetuating yeah, no. this trend. I think yeah. there's a big cultural shift in prioritizing one's career and, yeah. and personal endeavors and things like that yeah. that mean you dedicate less time to building meaningful relationships. relationships and also yeah. people are settling down at, at a later, later stage age. Yeah, um, sure. in their life. So they're not going to be seeking mm. that sort of connection yeah. with people. But yeah. even it said in the in the Washington Post article that 20-something men, so in their 20s, are having less sex and they call it the great American sex drought. Um, mm. The portion of Americans 18 to 29 reporting no sex in the past year more than doubled between 2008 and 2018. Yeah. Um, so it's also indicating that guys aren't really having sex yeah. or they're having it a bit later. A bit less, or yeah. is it that, like, the... It, I, did I read this in one of the articles? But it's like the the cream of the crop, right? So Basically, like the really, yeah. really the good really attractive looking, looking guys are having more sex. Yeah. Everyone else is just having Basically. way less. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think yeah. yeah. The Telegraph article really highlighted the fact that Tinder is basically it's the cream. You know, the cream of the crop are basically getting up out there more. They're getting more mm. likes. They're getting more swipes and whatnot. But a lot of these young men, because you know tinder you're, pl- yeah. you're playing a bit of a game like the girls are looking for relationships yeah. most likely and the guys are just looking for a quick hookup and what they tend to do what they've noticed and all that is men will charm and you know mm. play and lead on women a little bit and it ends up in a lot of girls getting a little bit burnt and not putting themselves out there as quickly or as often true but i think that's still an old way of thinking a bit no, i think absolutely. it's changed and it even said that People age 18 to 30, um, 28% of men and 18% of women are not having sex. So mm. less women mm. are not having sex. I think okay. I think I relate to the men in this story mm-hmm. in that I've dated my fair share of people and I've never been in love. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. that's fair. I, obviously, it's completely subjective mm. and these yeah. studies are really interesting to unpack because kind of saying two different things. Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's fascinating mm. how dating apps have kind of initiated this idea. Well, it's kind of like on a on a mass scale, I guess. Like people fifteen years ago would have to go to a bar and mm. meet people, and it's a bit more interesting. Sure. Whereas now, you basically do a few swipes, have a bit of a chat, and you can be linking up with someone it, on, it, over like, the next couple of days. Theoretically, it seems very easy. Mm, yeah, very easy That's to the connect. Thing. That's I guess the cream of the crop. If you're attractive, yeah. you're good with talking and all that. You are going to get the full benefits of you know a dating yeah. app, whether it's long term or short term. Whereas if you yeah. struggle a little bit, it's mm. a bit more pronounced as well. I I feel like it's hard to communicate already on on when mm. you're you're basically just a name, an age, and an avatar. It's a bit yeah. harder to put yourself out there yeah. unless you're really good at selling okay. yourself. Mm. But yeah. there's one thing. What's that? When you're swiping, say, hundreds of people in a day, for instance, or over the week, you're swiping, 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 Mm -hmm. people are given so many options that they kind of become more picky and look out for absolute perfection, I think, which can kind of skew your reality of and Mm -hmm. expectation of what either a hookup or relationship looks like. So Mm -hmm. say for a hookup, you might think, you know what, whoever swipes yes to me, amazing, I don't care. Like, I don't care what they Mm -hmm. look like, I just want that. Or they'll think, okay, with a relationship, I'm going to try and find the best looking guy that or girl that mm. is perfect for me mm. because they have so many options. Yeah. And they're knocking back heaps of people because they're not compromising yeah. anything. I'm not saying that you should compromise mm. yeah. much for someone, but you need to be realistic, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 I don't know if other men might share the same experience as I do, but I feel like I become a less picky because I feel like... I don't know. I feel like whatever is on my, on my, you know, would have been on my dating profile isn't really enough, if that makes sense. I feel like I got to try harder, but that's just me, obviously. Mm. Um, and I feel like I become less and less picky because as unluckier and luckier I get in not just getting matches, but going somewhere with it, I'm just like, oh, whatever. Like, you know, my, my pickiness mm. becomes less and less just because right. of like the lack of success rate between actually getting a swipe and actually meeting up with someone. So you're like, oh, okay, at this yeah. point, anything will do. Basically, well, not okay. anything will do, but I'm like, okay, well, she's not in the same music as me. Yeah. Um, you know, he's not in the same interests and, you know, and whatnot. Yeah, I struggle with dating apps, to be honest. Mm. I think, like, I, I love what they've done for a lot of people yeah. in that they've built, like, some really wonderful connections Absolutely. for people out there. Mm. Yeah. But I, I struggle with without face-to-face interaction, yeah. without, like, getting to know someone yeah. in... Yeah that conversational Mm. way Mm. yeah i agree and i think what's interesting though i think there's this like 
implication or I guess this connotation, like a negative connotation mm, yeah. if you've met on, like in a relationship, yeah, you've like met that. someone think... on dating apps or like at least yeah. I didn't meet my guy on a dating app. Da, da, da. Like that yeah. sort of attitude is really, really? poor. I, I find like I it. hear it a lot and it's just, it's natural progression like of the world right now. Yeah. So Agreed. you kind of just have to accept That's it and be like, okay. Meet. That's how people exactly. meet. I feel like a couple of years ago, I would totally vibe with that. But I feel like recently, most people have just been like, oh, we met on Tinder. And I'm like, oh. amazing. Right. Yeah, that's right. the thing. I feel like no one's like, it's yeah. not like a bad thing. Yeah. I feel like yeah. I feel like the pandemic might have helped with that because a lot of people have made connections during that's that time. That's a really good point yes. with this study. Yeah. It is important to note that it was made, it was done in 2019 before, before. COVID. Yeah. So the results would probably differ way more now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I have a question slash interesting observation. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. So that Telegraph article mm-hmm. um, made this comment, made this observation that was like, um, men are aware that if they put on their profile that mm. their desire is sex, mm. they are more likely to get rejected. Yeah. That's, I don't know if that... Yeah. Like, I don't think that's the case. Is yeah. it? Are you asking me? No, well, I, I'm not sure. I, I think that like it's actually a really... Like, it's a good move to put what you want yeah. out there. Yeah. And I think people respond to that because, yeah. you know, if I just wanted sex and yeah. I saw that, I'd be like, wonderful. Yeah. I know yeah. I'm not getting myself into a situation yeah. Yeah. where I'm... You know, if I like hook up with a man, they're yeah. gonna turn around and be like, "Yeah, marry me." I love you. Yeah, yeah sure. I agree. See, it makes I it more feel, transparent. Yeah, I was gonna say. I feel like if a you know a woman had your, know, I'm just looking you know for something short term. Yeah, I feel like that works a little bit, but I don't think I feel like girls don't want to feel easy. I suppose the word is. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like I feel yeah. like they want to have someone work a little bit for them. Um, you know what I mean? Just, I feel like also girls in order to, I, I don't know. I, I just feel like yeah. there needs to be a bit of personality, banter, character. And then does that honestly, I think it depends on the person. You reckon? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I am. I have zero interest of like right now yeah, in getting yeah. to know people. Yeah. Literally yeah. zero interest. Yeah. I'm so busy. Yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. So you're telling me, say you're so busy, you get on Tinder. This guy's just like, I'm looking for a short term, maybe friends with benefits. That's. I'd be like, cool, yeah, yeah. sick, let's go. Okay. Yeah. It really just depends on yeah. the person and what yeah. they're, what they're into and so, what yeah. they want. I Absolutely. don't think it can yeah. be I think, yeah. <laughs> one or the other. I um, agree. Would you I, want to know a little bit about him? or? I'd wanna, yes, I'd want to know that I was safe. Yes, yeah. and have that That's trust. That's what I care yeah. about. Yeah. yeah. But I think it's like it's the same as any other interest, right? Yeah. Say you love comics. Yeah. And you want a guy who shares that interest, right? Yeah. You're going to put that on your dating profile mm. if that's something you're looking for. Yeah. So why don't we treat sex like that? Right. Yeah, okay. Sure. Okay. That's yeah. just how I yeah. think about it. No, yeah. So Interesting. Fair. I think, mm. yeah, no, for sure. That reminds me of a conversation. This is so not so if it work, but um, <laughs> a conversation we were having um, whilst we were away with our good friend Sophie, who isn't in the studio today. I don't know oh. where she is now. <laughs> um, but the turn on list thing that oh, she mentioned, yes. which is actually a really clever idea if you're wanting to do one night stands yes. or whatever, maybe, or even in a relationship, like you just share your turn on list so mm. you know what you want. You're not mucking around. Yeah. You're not having a bad time. Yeah. And you just get what you want. Yeah. And yeah. you have a fun time. Yeah. I love it. I think that transparency and communication is so great. And it's so important to enjoy sex. I agree. I agree. Sean's like, oh my God, that's so awkward. <laughs> no, His face I, I'm, just, it all. I'm just like, I think the other thing is always in there is like, you'll never know if you're going to bump into a family friend, a family member who's going to be swiping and you're oh, a turn on the list. My God. It's going to be like, oh, oh like, no, I don't you know, mean, sorry. I don't mean to have the turn on list on your public oh, profile. Oh, okay. I mean, once you get together, you no. tell each other oh, straight away 100%. what you want. No, oh my God. That would be so full on. Wouldn't We're it? so full of body positivity and like, you know, yeah. sex and all that. 100%. I am here know what turns you on. It also like, it, takes a level of confidence it to, does it to does. talk about a turn on mm-hmm. list and just be like this is what i want this is what i hate but we'll i think sure we'll talk about what, that. Yeah. i think <laughs> talk about our kinks uh, i don't know no i don't mean god rated but we like or what we don't like no, anyways okay. anyways i don't mean go into no, i don't think what, what we don't mean sorry sorry i'm trying to no what we're trying to say is that don't go in and be like so I want like something obscure. Don't be like I want you to 
pee on me. I don't know. Like, do you know what I mean? But to be fair, if that's what you're into, you got to be more upfront about that because you might yeah, not find not... someone that's going to pee on you. Yeah, sure. Like, do you I'm not going to pee some... on you. Like, not you, but in general. <laughs> but, like, you know what I mean? Just in general. But do you think it's something you announce straight away if it's that obscure? You know what, though? Yes. I'm not going to lie. I'm <laughs> No, I think you have to. But what, if what you... about if you're in the middle of it and all of a sudden the person's just like, uh, can I pee on you? Or starts like trying to pee oh, on you. Goodness. Like, you would run. Well, Unless you're run. into it, I would run. I would run. Sorry, sorry. I got real heated. Actually, no, we don't yeah, kink shame here. Guys, you, no, we don't yeah. kink shame. I'm not going to yuck someone's no. yum. But no. I'm just saying that if you have an interest that isn't as common, mm. You know. You know what though? Yeah. I feel like some some like dating apps are a bit more forward. Like Tinder mm. is definitely more forward than yeah. say Hinge. You wouldn't be like just here for this, and then that's not the kind True. of conversation you have. Because you but get more are, information out of Hinge. Yeah, agreed. There are some like sites, I suppose, like say dating apps like Grinder, where people are very very forward mm. as to like what they want. Yeah. Mm. And people will message you and be and like, "Isn't it more I appearance want... based too?" Yeah. It is. It is so yeah. appearance based, but that's like a whole like other thing. Uh, yeah. When it comes to like LGBT. LGBT, like there's a whole like mm. psychological yeah. you know thing that we have to unpack there but basically the messages that you'll get in terms of like what you'd be willing to do is within hey hey uh would you ever let me kick you in the face and it's just like that's how quick <laughs> things sorry. progress oh and it's God. so so forward and and all that so i guess if i guess what i'm saying is that if you are into some niche stuff you're gonna have to put that out there sooner and i feel like you'd have to be ballsier about it because yeah. you're not gonna find someone yeah, yeah. i think like, you're you know right I, mean? I think you're right yeah i think no i think you're right i'm sorry going back on what <laughs> i said about liking comics or whatever if you like like you, i would treat it the same way if i yeah. had a really obscure not even obscure but just niche interest that i yeah. really wanted to match in a partner yeah i think you're right yeah you would have to put it out there i yeah. feel like this topic just went on a, a different direction sideways, but yeah. I love it. Any last comments? Oh, ghosting. Yes. The oh, rise the rise in ghosting that mm. I think is entirely perpetuated by dating apps and mm. technology. Yeah. Because it's so easy yeah. to just run away. Have you guys ever ghosted someone? I yeah. have. Yes. yes. And I I've been ghosted. And yeah, I, we do. It's just yeah. funny. I've been on both sides where I've been Same. ghosted and I'm just like, why? What did I do? And then I've ghosted yeah. and like it's nothing personal. To be fair, for me, it's more... Oh, actually, no, I have been ghosted on it. Oh, fuck. It was... Okay, I was thinking about it. Sorry, that was a bit of a late ding. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I've been ghosted just on dating apps where it's like, oh, you were just chatting. It would go to like the fizzle? Oh, yeah, it's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But I have when I've gone on a date and then oh. and then we were talking oh, and then. Real it was. life ghosted. Yeah. No, not not like in person, but no, we've no, been no, talking. But you've hung out in person and then. Yeah, you and then I just never heard anything back. And I was oh. like, yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> that hits different. <laughs> I know, it did a bit. But I was like, oh. But you know what? I got a bit of experience dating. <laughs> when you and don't all that. when you don't know him. Yeah. It doesn't, like, you don't care. I was going to say, during, like, the lockdown, obviously, you know, I guess the the mass of which, you know, swipes you'd go through, the amount of, the sheer number of people that you go to and all that, conversations mm. that just weren't cutting it, I feel like would just end like that. Like, not even on my end. Like, if I feel like, yep, there's nothing really much going on, like, regularly, you just keep it going a little bit, but it was just kind of like it. Like, I think everyone just got to a new level of ghosting where it's like, yep, this is too much energy, I'm out. Yeah. yeah. Um... Yeah, I but think yeah, because at some point, yeah. like, not, yeah. when you're unable to see each other, at yeah. some point you're like, well, how do I know if this is something yeah. worth pursuing or not? Yeah, and yeah. you're going to be investing so much time talking to this I, person. I can't help but think to one of my good friends. She um, she is just so upfront and honest mm. with the guys that she sees. Mm. If she's not feeling it, she just tells them. Like, she's never really ghosted anyone. Yeah. She just, Good. like, they've gone on a date come back and she's like, no, nah, I'm not feeling it. I'm going to tell Do you know them. who the best is at this? I'm going to shout her out. My sister. Yeah. yeah. She's good. An absolute good. queen. Straight away, one, two dates. She's like, she, she calls them and she's like, look, really sorry. Really enjoyed my time yeah. with you. Just not feeling it. Yeah. But she never just runs away. She always... Yeah has that conversation with them. I think it's... And they, yeah. they respect it and That's they appreciate so it so much more. So go T. I feel like when it comes to ghosting, it's either, uh, I don't think this person, you know, is worth me having to explain myself mm. to or right. it's like the anxiety of being like, how do I break it to this person? Yeah, okay. But at the end of the question. day... Yeah. Quick, quick, quick yeah, yeah. question. Do you think there is a... If not, not in terms of ghosting, but in terms of letting someone down, yeah. is there a right way to do it? Is a text okay? I think is a if, phone call okay? Uh, I think if you've... 
if you like say caught up on one date, I feel like I a phone call or a text is fine. Okay. But if it's a long term, like a breakup, like yeah. obviously don't do That's it over different. text. What if you've been on like you've been dating for like two months? I feel like in person. I think in person. Hundred percent. Yeah, I agree. It depends how close you are, yeah. how much connection. Like I, I agree. Feel. It's just being like, hey, I respect you as a person. And yeah. I'll, you know, I guess no one wants to take that accountability that they've hurt someone. Yeah. And all that, and I guess that's the thing with dating apps is it makes it so easy because at the end of the day, you're not talking to a person. You're yeah. talking to a photo. Yeah. Mm. You know, you don't know this person's you know little like, mm. you know mannerisms. You know, it's not yeah. a person to you in your head. It's just you know, it's just this this chat. You know, yeah. I mean, as, yeah. as bad as that sounds, when you're like talking to that many people, say during lockdown, it can be hard to Absolutely. realize that there's a person on the other end who might be looking forward to a message, who might be getting invested. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? It's just really sad. If yeah. Yeah. I know. Anyways, um, after the break, we're going to give you guys our weekly recommendations. So make sure you stay tuned. Hey guys, welcome back to our favorite segment of Car Chat. Yes. Um, we're going to keep this one short and sweet because we did go a little bit mm-hmm. over this week. Um, Kat, what have you got for us this week? Mine is the New York Times Daily Newsletters. So I just signed up to it last week. Me too. Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I did it last week. I did week. it for the tote bag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I haven't paid for it. Yeah. I, is that oh, the dollar Oh, you did the free one? one. Yeah, I it's like a dollar. One. I know, I know, I know. The only reason I did was because I was doing uni work and I needed access to it. And oh, it just said, yeah. oh, sign up and you can get it. And I was yeah, like, all right, cool. I'll well. just sign up. <laughs> it is so freaking amazing. The emails that you get are so concise. They're just to it. They're just straight to it. Yeah. They give you, because it's more worldwide news, which is what I really want. What I like to get out mm. of the New York Times, whereas yeah, like yeah. my Australian news, I'll go to the ABC. Yeah, yeah. But they've got this really great um, bit at the bottom where it says what what you can cook, what yeah. you can listen to, yeah. what you can watch, yeah. what you can like play. Recommendations, basically. They were so great, yeah. and it's just so fun to read. It makes yeah. news easy and fun and, and engaging. Fun. It's almost like picking up the paper in the morning. Exactly, <laughs> kind of. exactly. Because yeah. you get like words. your daily yeah, briefing, exactly. and it's just like, yeah. oh yeah, my daily briefing. I have to do this before I start my day. And the cool thing is, you can sign up for different aspects. Like there's yes. like the the cartoons. There's yes. the like the fun Cooking. part. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. you can. You know, I think check I in. did world. I must have done world news or something. Yeah. I have no idea, but it's so great. Highly recommend. And yeah, I definitely will be paying the dollar because yeah, support news. I do it for the tote bag. I, yeah, <laughs> I will. I will. Did they send it to you? Um, mine's on its way, so it oh, might take a couple of weeks to get here, okay. but I signed up only like a week and a half. Amazing. Yeah, so. Amazing. I'm going to yeah. go sign up Yay. after the show. Yay. Alrighty. Um, my recommendation, I have two. My first one, I'm really late to the game, but it's Beam It. It's so good. Yeah. It's yeah. an app that helps you like manage, um, splitting payments, I guess. It's really yeah. good for transactions. And it's amazing when you go on holiday with your yeah. friends. Um, that I'm just going to fly through these. My second one uh, relates to my newfound love uh, and Kat's newfound love for Barada. Oh, so we have an Instagram <laughs> account. Please go follow it. It's called underscore Barada Babies where we will be sharing our love of this wonderful cheese. Yum, okay, yum, yum. That is all. Sean, what is yours? Um, my recommendation, um, there's a little store up near Fentragelli. It's called Mangana Olinda. It's basically got all these like antique kind of like rugs um oh cool yeah, it's really cool like there's an like antique store? basically an antique store but it's got a lot of variety and a lot of like niches that you probably wouldn't find like there's mm. got like massive globes and all that and Ooh. mom's just got a new place and i went there and i you know i went in not thinking i was gonna buy anything and i got some rugs there's so many cool stuff if you follow me on instagram you'll see because i did post a few things mm. but it's really cute and everything is authentic so give it Amazing. a sauce and that. it's all local artists um, and jewelers, I suppose. Yeah. Oh, I love yeah. that. Um, yeah. So yeah, and it's also near the Danong Ranges, so it's uh, make a day out of it. Yeah, just go for a drive. Steps. I'll also that. recommend Miss Marple's. Oh, it's the tea a room? cute. Yes, it's love the it. cutest tea room. We didn't get a chance to stop by today. Scones. Um, but yeah, they have the best scones. They've got like oh. the best like like carbs carb loaded stuff like yeah. breads also the, yeah they are hiring at the moment oh, oh there you go yeah, yeah. i got an ad on instagram amazing oh, that's amazing. how much i love scones miss <laughs> <laughs> marvel's ads are targeted at me incredible anyways thank you so much for listening to car chats with tess cat and sean today i uh, hope you enjoyed this chat about censorship and moderation on social media and then dating apps and hookup culture we haven't had like a talk about sex for a while i know yeah that's so yeah bring it back yeah here for sexy time okay 
that I made that weird. <laughs> 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 um, please go follow us on our social media accounts on, on Instagram at Car Chats Monash and on Facebook at Car Chats with Tess, Cat and Sean. If you'd like to catch up on any of our previous episodes, please check us out on Spotify, Apple, basically anywhere you get your podcasts. Um, thank you so much and we will see you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye.